Okay, cool. All right. Ready, Mercedes? Ready. All right, let's do it. Hey friends, we are still celebrating Down Syndrome Awareness Month around here, and that means we have another great episode for you all. We are thrilled that we get to shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down Syndrome with another awesome self-advocate who has Down Syndrome. We're so excited to chat with my friend and neighbor, Jeremy Diskant, today. He's a self-advocate who, along with his brother, Nathaniel Diskant, has been reimagining what independent and inclusive housing can look like for people experiencing disability. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. All right, lucky few podcast listeners, who wants to step up in the advocacy space? I know I do. Who wants to hang out with me and my entire family next April in Washington, D.C.? Hands also go up. Well, I'm excited to let you know that the National Down Syndrome Society is proud to present the Down Syndrome Advocacy Conference, which takes place in Washington, D.C., April 17th to the 19th, 2023. So mark those calendars. This is an event for every single person in your family, for people with Down syndrome and those who love them of all ages. It's also gonna be in partnership with Advocacy Partner and the National Down Syndrome Congress. You don't need any previous experience in policy or advocacy to participate. Scholarships are available. To learn more, you go to www.ndss.org DSAC. I hope to see you there. Hey friends, Micah here. When ACE was around one, I started to worry about the future. I worried about how to even know where to begin in saving for him. When you have a child with a disability, how do you even start to think about saving money for that child's entire life? It can feel overwhelming and terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Mercedes. Hey girl. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I almost wanted to say hi <laughs> to the wonderful face right next to you, but we will get to that soon. Yes, um, we will. <laughs> All right, everyone, before we get started, I am going to read a review. Okay, a mama from Instagram wrote us on Apple Podcasts and said, thankful for these women speaking the truth of the worth of children with special needs. These podcasts are educational, but humorous as well. I always learn and grow so much. Yay, I'm happy you learn and you think we're funny. <laughs> you know, we love that. All righty, friends. Don't forget to review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so we can read it aloud next week. We love reading these and appreciate your support so, so much. All 
All right, friends. Well, I am so excited today because I'm here with Jeremy Discant in my office in the flesh. He's sitting oh beside me. Goodness. Jeremy is here to talk about life as a 25 year old. Is that right? 20 what? Oh, 28 year old. I have it totally wrong. <laughs> That's 28 year old. <laughs> he lives independently in an inclusive home for people with and without disabilities through an organization called Co-Home. Um, he works at a restaurant. He has a passion for ballroom dancing, which we'll talk about. Oh, and sign language. And he's just whispering in my ear things he has passions about, you guys. Mm -hmm. And he is also my neighbor and frequent guest in my home. And I would say mentor to my very own little guy, Ace. We're so excited to talk to Jeremy about life in his 20s and what it means to be a self-advocate. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. So wonderful. What? Okay, Jeremy is holding up a stack of paper. Jeremy, will you tell me what that is? The uh, the uh, title is called the the unknown story by Samuel and Jenny. Um, Samuel and, and Jenny and um, um, one now is called the um the um, unknown story by David Black, and um, it's a whole it's a whole book. Wow. Is it a book you're writing, Jeremy? No, no, but I did write. I did. Oh, it's done. Yes. Mm -hmm. <gasps> the unknown story of David Black? No, um, Samuel and Jenny. Oh, the untold story of Samuel and Jenny. So before we even get started, Jeremy is throwing like a whole new twist to this interview because <laughs> I had no idea it? that you were writing a book <laughs> or that you had written a book, Jeremy. Have you always been excited about writing fiction? Yes. Wow. Um, Micah, does he know that you write books? I think so. Jeremy, have we, <laughs> we've talked about that I write books, right? Yes. Badass author. <laughs> about you us authors badass author right yes <laughs> thanks jeremy i love that so much <laughs> now tell us what you're holding up um it's it's a uh dvd of, um i'm a bonus a tv show season one and um I'm, they are my friends <gasps> i really love that born this way Season one, you've got that disc, and you know those people, and they are your friends. Yes. I really love that. That's cool. They are definitely awesome self-advocates who are res very respected amongst us actors and actresses. We really love them. I'm friends with uh, David Book, oh. the uh, famous chef. Oh, David Burke. David Burke, the chef. And... Tell us about how you know him. Uh, friends, yes, and um, working for him. Really, that's amazing. Yes. So Jeremy works for a local restaurant that uh -huh. is um, one of the chef David Burke's restaurants. Um, wow. So it's a local restaurant. Do you want to tell us what it's called? Seventeen seventy six. 
1776. 1776. And it's that makes sense in a place like Morristown because we are, our town is a, like, it was part of the Revolutionary War. Like, there was a place where um, a lot happened in the history of the Revolutionary War. So, wow. So, That's I really feel like cool. we've jumped ahead, Jeremy. I would <laughs> love for you to tell us. You told us that you you really care about that show, Born This Way, and you know some of the people in it. You've told us that you work at one of David Burke's restaurants, mm -hmm. and you've told us that you've written a book, which we want to hear more about in a little bit. Will you tell us a little bit more just about yourself and where you live and what's important to you? I am born in Mauritown, uh, April 12, 1990. 1994, born here, and then um, born here, then then went to mom's in Chatham, um, then here, Morristown. Wow, born and raised in Morristown, huh? And and grew up in Chatham, which is like ten minutes away. Oh, okay, <laughs> still in the general area. That's okay, right. and you are at Co Home. You're 28. Can you tell us about co-home and when you moved there how long you've been there I'm trying to remember Jeremy's asking me if I remember what year he moved to co-home and I don't exactly remember I know that co-home has been around about four or five years and Jeremy was he and his brother were the original founders of co-home wow so and I want to point our listeners back to episode episode 122 sorry we interviewed jeremy's brother nathaniel about the mission of co-home and how it came to be and but he jeremy was a really important part of starting co-home mm -hmm. uh yes and um i do want more people um to live there oh yes so we got to get the word out about co-home so you're 28 you and your brother started this epic home called co-home can you and micah remind us about co-home's mission statement and the friends that live there i'm eight I'm eight people live there mm -hmm. around eight around eight yeah. amazing do you want me to say what the mission statement is, Jeremy? Okay, I I don't know the exact mission statement, but I'll tell you the idea behind Co-Home is that when, when Jeremy's family started trying to find a way for him to live independently, which is what Jeremy really wanted, right? Mm -hmm. It was hard because there... Like the there were some group homes that you guys looked at, and those were sort of disappointing. They, your brother especially, felt like they were segregated. That you, they was like on the outskirts of town. That it was like living in a boring, like mm. ugly building, and you mm -hmm. had to like if you couldn't drive yourself, then you couldn't get anywhere on your own because you had to like get a ride in a van and it just there were so many things that felt not like the life you had led right mm -hmm. jeremy which you had been um included all through school you 
liked living, you liked living your life independently. Mm -hmm. You had friends with disabilities, but you also had friends who didn't have disabilities and your family really didn't want you to go live in a home with all people with disabilities. And so you guys started to think really creatively about what would it mean to live in a place that was beautiful, where you had independence. And, uh, and so what ultimately ended up happening is that you and your brother started co-home and you, your brother was able to buy this beautiful, big house in the middle of Morristown in a walking town so that you are just a few blocks from downtown. You can walk and get coffee. You can walk and get ice cream. You can go to the store by yourself. You can walk to your job, which Jeremy works at a restaurant that is walking distance from his house. And it's a, it's not segregated from the rest of the town. It's right in the middle of all the action. It's beautiful. And in that home, people live together who have disabilities, but also people who don't have disabilities. And it's a place um, where that's really committed to community uh, within the house, but also the community of the neighborhood and welcoming the neighborhood to be part of what they're doing. Jeremy, that is so rad. Thank you, Micah, for sharing that. I want to be there. (laughs) I want to go. You're so lucky, Micah. You get to be neighbors to this wonderful place. I am so lucky. So Jeremy at Cohome, so you work at a restaurant at Cohome, then are you the main cook? (laughs) What do you do at Cohome? Do you guys all cook together? Is it pretty independent? Do you have chores? Um, She had meal on a Tuesday and sex. So you have a shared meal on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And when there's a shared meal, do you cook it? Uh, help, help them. Okay, so mm-hmm. everybody kind of helps and has a different role to play. Mm-hmm. Awesome! And I just saw you sign help. Can you tell me more about sign language? Do you use it on a daily basis? I love that you are so proud of your sign language because I really want to teach my daughter who has Down syndrome, sign language. We know, we know very little, but we're trying. I want to be a t- interpreter. You want to be a sign language interpreter. Yeah. That's very needed. Yeah. Is that kind of one of your big goals for your career? Yes. Awesome. Jeremy, will you tell us how you started to learn signs? When was that? Uh, um, m- m- not deaf. Not that like I'm hearing, yes, but um. Did you take an American Sign Language class? Uh, yes, and um, lesson, um, every Tuesday. Is that something you've been doing for a long time, like since you were a kid, Jeremy? When you started taking lessons every Tuesday? No. Oh, good. So you're telling me I still have time. <laughs> My sunflower is nine years old. So I feel bad that I haven't started, but um, it's still good that I'm starting right now, right? We can learn at any age. How old were you when you started? Like a teenager? In your 20s? Uh, um, I'm border of a teenager to 28. Okay. 
Okay, college years, right? Like 18, yeah. 19. That is really cool to hear that. because um, yeah. Mercedes, just as somebody who knows Jeremy and is around him, Jeremy signs basically all the time. Like every time he's talking, he's signing to me. And so I assumed, Jeremy, that you have been signing your whole life because it seems so natural to you to sign along with your speech. That must mean that you are totally fluent. Uh, yes, but I'm not there yet. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Even when you stop to think, you do the sign for thinking. That's the <laughs> sign for thinking. <laughs> so I do think it's very natural for you. Talking with hands and with your words. Jeremy, I have another question for you. As a person living independently, do you go grocery shopping? Do you make a list before you go? Do you stick to your list? Because <laughs> I know when I go grocery shopping, I go off my list. <laughs> uh, both both um, visual and visual aware food and uh, uh, written down both. Okay. So do you, so when you, after you make your grocery list, do you go and go grocery shopping for your own food? Yes. Um, every Saturday. Is, do you go with other friends from co-home or do you go by yourself? Uh, staff. With staff. You go with, you go with staff from, from co-home? Uh, my, my, my staff, I'm someone hired. Oh, right. Okay. So in um, one of the things that Co-Home is able to do, because it's it doesn't function like a group home where there's there's not like a person who is necessarily in charge. There's like the there's like the the people kind of Jeremy's brother is, I would say like the the main guy for co-home, right? So he lives there, he and his wife live there, but they're not in charge of day-to-day -day life for mm -hmm. the, for people who have, who are living in co-home who have disabilities. So um, there are uh, different programs where someone like, like if Jeremy needs help going to the grocery store, there's someone outside of co-home who comes and goes with him, right? Like someone who helps you out. Or sometimes you get a ride from someone to your ballroom dance classes who is not necessarily part of co-home, but it's like a thing that you and your family have been able to set up so that you have that, that help when you need it. That's awesome. Okay, I have another question for you, Jeremy. We... We, I just mentioned this a little bit, but you have a special talent in that you are a ballroom dancer and you've been a ballroom dancer for a long time too. And I haven't gotten to see you dance, but I know it's really important to you. Do you, when did you, how long have you been doing ballroom dancing? How long? Like a teenager? Uh, now, like now. Like as in your 20s. Yes. And do you have a partner that you dance with? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm jealous again. <laughs> Can me and my husband come take lessons? That is so fun. And do you get to do that weekly? Um, every Thursday. You have a full schedule. That's amazing. Every Thursday. 
and you do sign every Tuesday sign class. And in the middle of all that, you go to work, right? And you take care of your household things. You're doing really well, Jeremy. You're very inspiring to me. I get excited about the future for my daughter. And I hope Co-Home comes to Southern California, specifically San Diego area, (laughs) and opens up another home. Would you like that? Would you like a Co-Home in a beach town? Jeremy, then you would have to come visit. <laughs> uh, both. Both. <laughs> uh, that in Hollywood. Oh, yes. And Hollywood, baby. Yeah, because you have a brother who lives in L.A., right? Yes. That's amazing. Southern and California then, next. Woo! And do you watch, as a ballroom dancer, do you watch Dancing with the Stars? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's very fair. do you have any shows or movies that you really like jeremy glee uh i'm, I'm born this way um i as we see it um, as we see it. oh it's about autism as we see it it's about autism cool we'll that's have to look that up beautiful. what was the sign for autism jeremy you just showed me no 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 oh what was this one Oh, you told yourself to shut up. Because yeah. <laughs> Micah was about to talk on the microphone, so he signed himself. That's so up. good, Jerry. <laughs> I, mean, I think the world could use a lot more people telling it, signing to themselves to shut up. So like, don't speak now. Pause. <laughs> shut up. That was so good. I wish our listeners could see it. And I was like, oh, what'd you just do? Oh, shut up. <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about is what you do at work. You have been working at this job for like half a year, more than a year. Some you started in the past year, right? Oh, you don't know. Um, tell us what your what your tasks are at, at your job. Uh, cooking. Did I hear that you help make the salads? No. Did I make that up? <laughs> I guess I made that up. So What's... when you what are the things that you cook? Then you're like over the stove you're making are you slicing stuff or are you putting it on the pan and stuff but november um there was a change happening over there so gonna wait wait for that oh Oh. so you may you there may be a change in november yes okay cool but you you like being in the kitchen you like cooking um my my dream that's your dream Mm -hmm. Jeremy, that's amazing. So you're doing the job that you dreamed of doing? Yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Being a cook, that's that's my husband's dream too. That's pretty rad. And at a really wonderful restaurant. Well, I'm keep us posted on the change in November. I wanted to ask you, Jeremy, um, I told Mercedes that you are friends with Ace. For a little while, you were a mother's helper. You helped me a little bit on Friday afternoons, and um, as like a like a little helping babysitter. And then we decided to stop that. That you decided you didn't like. We didn't need the pressure of that anymore. And <laughs> yeah, it was that. It's Ace. Ace's autism made it a little harder for Jeremy. It yeah. wasn't quite what he 
like yeah he wasn't quite what he expected yeah and he and we've had lots of conversations which have been really good conversations about like why it's hard for ace to talk and yes. you know what's different than um when somebody has a dual diagnosis then mm -hmm. just like how it how it can be different for a kid who just has Down syndrome than mm -hmm. a kid who has Down syndrome and is autistic. So we've been able to talk mm -hmm. about that. And now Jeremy comes by a lot of times on Friday evenings, which is really fun just to say hi, mm -hmm. and sometimes eats dinner with us on Friday nights, which we love. I like that meal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, I, I like that too, and I would love for you to be able to come more too. So right. will you tell us about... Right. Does it feel, because um, I would say that you are important in Ace's life. And when mm. he sees you, he gets really excited in a different way than when, when he sees other adults in his life. Um, how does that make you feel to know that you're a role model for him? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Um, what you say? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you said probably um that that's the judgment thing is fine but the second thing you don't have that right I, I, right I don't know. yeah so he's so jeremy was saying that um he doesn't know how to talk about that because he doesn't have autism and he doesn't feel like i mean he feels like he and ace have a connection because of down syndrome but he feels different than ace because he doesn't have autism and I think what I was saying, Jeremy, is that I think Ace still sees himself in you because you, you because you look like him in in the sense of having Down syndrome, and I think that feels special to him. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, does it does it feel like? Do you like the idea of being um, someone that he looks up to? Uh, yes, um, leader later when he's older no leader a leader a leader and you are a leader and that's something that is really special to me because i love that ace has you in our neighborhood that you know we were just before we started recording we were talking about asking what jeremy's gonna be for halloween and that's still to be determined but i was saying then i had to wait yeah, gotta wait and find that determined. one out. Yes, <laughs> but I I was saying that Cohome is such a fun place to go trick or treating, and Cohome's literally a block from our house. And when uh, on Halloween night, everybody at Cohome is out on the porch. They have this great big beautiful wraparound porch, and it's all decorated for Halloween, and everybody's dressed up, and it's so cool for our family for Ace to have people to look up to who are living independently, who have jobs, who are having a blast and have really good friendships. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, you're one of those people, Jeremy, you're an example to him of what, that he could have a job he loves, that he could go get his own groceries and know how to cook and mm -hmm. have really good friendships and walk to work and all of the things that I hope for for him. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that you see yourself as a leader 
And I hope you know how important that is to me mm-hmm. that you're in Ace's life and that you're a friend to him. Yes. <laughs> well, I've really, really enjoyed getting to know you, Jeremy. Is there any last thing you would like to share with our listeners? I'm a- I am here to um we to we to represent people people who are different and um and um and also um for um for um for um, for, um, for, um people that that don't that don't know that um, don't know about Down syndrome about Down syndrome um 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 for for me to uh teach uh teach some um, uh, teach them about downtown and um it's um, it's really hard hard for um people who um don't who um don't know who um don't know and it's it's kind of it's kind of um scary sometimes because um um people um uh, people out there they just don't know and um but I do I do want them to um to um to um know know about down to downtown and um, make it easier mm-hmm. make it easier for us and and, and sometimes I, I do I do take it I do take it personal sometimes mm-hmm. and um, I love myself I do and I love myself and to to um my, my, all I want like like um like those people like um like like stop like stop um and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see other people who are who are different and I do want like go home I'm um, back to that um like you said about well, I'm the founder of that like I'm I'm, I'm but I do, I do take it personal because um, it's my home, 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 and um, it's my friends and my 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 privacy, my my privacy, and and three and three. I my, 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 I like my friends over there. Okay. Mm. Wow! Thank you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated um all the things you said, especially about how you want to be a voice mm-hmm. um, for people with Down syndrome and, you know, and, oh, you want to be a voice for deaf people? They, they do have a voice of deaf people and um, this is not me trying to like feel sorry for them or pity, but like I do want to be the um, interpreter for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you are thinking about how to be Respect. a leader just yeah. in all different all different areas and that you are even as a person with down syndrome are thinking about the deaf community mm-hmm. and i think that's really really cool um I, you're right I when like, you say you're a leader yeah i like how you operate so much with respect jeremy and how um you always I acknowledge how um, the words you're saying that it's respectful and honoring to like you mentioned about ACEs autism and then the deaf community 
it's just really, really wise and wonderful that you do that. So usually we ask people who are here where they're, where uh, the people who are listening to this podcast can find you. And I think that you are not necessarily on social media, right, Jeremy? But co-home is. Oh, you do want to be? Well, we can. <laughs> I, Stay we off can, it, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. You're doing so good in life. <laughs> but I would follow you. Yeah, also. we would totally. <laughs> um, but we'll, we will tell our listeners that co-home is on Instagram. And we'll put a link there in our show notes. Um, and Jeremy makes an appearance from time to time <gasps> on Co-Home's Instagram. <laughs> um, so you will, and we'll make sure to have some pictures of you so people can know um, who you are. And um, Jeremy, there's one more thing we're going to ask of you. We do something called Good News every episode, and we're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, what we do is we like to celebrate whatever a loved one in our lives with Down syndrome is celebrating. And in your case, what you're celebrating in your life, is either something that you're proud of yourself for, something that you accomplished, something that you're excited about. Okay. So you think about that and we'll be right back in a second. Listeners and friends, I'm so excited to share with you the National Down Syndrome Society, NDSS, is proud to present the Down Syndrome Advocacy Conference. It's going to be in Washington, D.C., April 17th to the 19th, 2023. So we are getting it to you early. Mark your calendars. Okay, listen to this. The conference includes optional pre-conference learning sessions on Monday, a full day of policy and advocacy trainings on Tuesday, and meetings with members of Congress on Capitol Hill on Wednesday. Talk about getting it done, friends. This is going to be such an amazing opportunity. And it is for people with Down syndrome and their families, caregivers, and loved ones to come together to advocate for nonpartisanship legislative priorities that impact the Down syndrome community. There's even a track for kids so you can bring the entire family. And guess what, everybody? The Avis family is going to be there. That's right. NDSS has invited me and my entire family to join you for this event. I'm going to be speaking at it. The NDSS is also thrilled to be holding this conference in partnership with other national Down syndrome organizations, including the Advocacy Partner, the National Down Syndrome Congress. You do not need any previous experience in policy or advocacy to participate. This conference is for you and there's scholarships available. To learn more, you can visit www.ndss.org DSAC. I hope to see you there. I don't know about you guys, but planning for the future has always been overwhelming for me. I am overwhelmed by the details of investments, savings accounts, and trusts. I spent a lot of moments afraid of a future that I often don't know how to plan for. And having a child with a disability can make all of those things feel so much bigger and more terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. When Chris and I met with our team at Enable, they talked to us about so much more than ACE's needs. They talked about our dreams as a couple and as a family. They worked with us around the savings we were creating for our other children. 
and they gave us the kind of expert advice we needed to feel secure and prepared. Enable wants to help you create a comprehensive plan for your entire family. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Okay, Mercedes, do you have a song for us? Ooh! It's time for good news, good news. It is time for good news, good news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You had it, it was a jazzy swing, and it really, that that got to Jeremy. He was like, oh boy. I know. He was covering his eyes like, please make her stop. (laughs) You know, it's 7 (laughs) a.m. My voice is hoarse. Okay. Okay, you guys. I have good news about my sunflower, May. Let's hear it. So I have always seen her as a reader. She loves to read. Um, I work on flashcards with her. We do writing. But I would say... And time and time again, Sunny is a self learner. She just likes to figure things out on her own and she lets me read to her, but then sometimes she'll get bored of just sitting, listening to me read. So then she will open up a book and literally start reading over me (laughs) a new book. And so I, I kind of would tend to wonder, I'm like, okay, is she reading each word? But I wouldn't really think too much of it. And I would always call her a reader. And I felt like I just got such affirmation from my friend and supporter. You guys all know her, Miss Terry Brown, when she excitedly one day after a session with Sunflower and was like, she is a reader. She's reading her packets. She is doing her, she's following the directions and doing her homework. And I'm like, right. I thought so. I really thought so. But it's so affirming when someone who's been walking along Sunflower in her educational journey also affirms and sees that. And um, I'm just really proud of Sunny. She is a reader and it's been really cool to see her blossom in that. That's my good news. That's amazing news. Reading. Reading. Isn't that sweet? It's fun. Next thing you know, she'll be writing a book like Jeremy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I'm the star of it. (laughs) I hope so too. Okay, Jeremy, before you take a bite of that waffle, I'm going to ask you what your good news is right now. What are you celebrating in your life? Um, Myself. I mean, like, I love myself. I do. But like, um, well, I'm fine, but, like, um, I just want, I want to know, like, I do have, like, sound of that, and, um, that, and, um, I just want them to, like, know and, like, stop, stop being, like, um, stop being judge, judgmental, people with Down syndrome, my pigeon hold and my, my don't don't like that and um right now um the downtown thing um I do I do accept myself I do but like um 
I am bon soir and I love it. That you heard it here, everybody. <laughs> he is born this way and he loves it. And I think what you're celebrating, your good news is that you're yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you love yourself. And you love yourself. There, Jeremy has one more thing to say. I have up, up, up syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Not down, not depressed. up syndrome that's amazing and um i have some good news to share from one of our listeners this is from jess cause underscore 25 who says i knew my son would be spending a lot more time in the general ed class this year fifth grade but figured it would take a few weeks before things got settled First day of school, I drop him off and was told, nope, Mr. Jordan is going straight to his new class. Mommy anxiety, all of a sudden, at a 10, we walk in his classroom and every single classmate jumped up and was yelling things like, what, Jordan's with us, yay. They were genuinely happy and excited he was there. Hugs and high fives included. I love that. I could cry. That's so sweet. So good. So good. Fifth grade too. That's a big grade. So Jordan is thriving in his fifth grade general ed class. And that's amazing. Uh, You guys. Oh my goodness. We're wrapping up. I'm sad to see this one end because it's been so fun to talk with you, Jeremy. Um, a big thanks to Josh Avis for editing this episode and Val Schleter for producing it. And big thanks to Ashley for managing our social media. And if you like this episode, share it with family and friends. Don't forget to subscribe and check us out on the luckyfewpodcast.com for all of our show notes and all the things we talked about today. And be sure to follow us on social media at the Lucky Few Pod. And listener, this is a reminder that you're slaying it. We love you. We are cheering for you. And Jeremy, you too. You're slaying it. (laughs) And we're cheering for you, buddy. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Can't wait to be back together again next week. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.